0: Today's Misila'i Shari was dedicated in honor of our esteemed member of the Divad, Stephen Grazi. You must <laughs> you must have a real fan club. You know, very, very well loved man. Okay. So in the Zechut of the Torah learning and the tzedaka, the donor should have only Brohabat Slokom adav. Amen. Amen. Okay. So, yesterday, we were all sitting at the levaya of my great Rebbe, HaGoyen, HaTzadik, of Meir Hershkovitz, Zech HaTzadik, the Kodesh And in the speeches, they kept on mentioning, Rabbi Ruchem was very strong with it, Rabbi Ruchem they kept on mentioning that he was a kadosh, right? Meaning, the M'si'lai Sharim is divided into two parts. The Mesilah Sharim is divided into the parts up until chapter 13. Up until chapter 13 is the work of a tzaddik. From chapter 13, perishut, Tahara, Hasidut, Iraschet, Anova, Kedusha. That's for one who is considered a Chosid. Right? So, we've been learning from chapter 13. But very rarely do we see people in our lives that are actually living this stuff. Okay? He was one of those people. He was from the Yechidei Segula. As was mentioned in the Levaya, the Mesir Sesharm was actually quoted by the last speaker, Rabbi Rucham Tzalbiger, the Roshiv of Stanford, who was the son-in-law of Rabbi Simcha When I learned in Stanford, Rabbi Rucham Tzalbiger was my Rebbe in 12th grade. And then after his father-in-law was Nifter, that's when he took over the position of Rosh Hashiva. So he mentioned, Mr. el that M. Sisharim says that not everybody is in Chlal or Zoyche to and to to these big madregas and through them, through the great people, they are mezaka everybody else. So he was trying to say, that Ramea was one of those yide segula that reached this level of hasidut this level of precious level of kedusha the level of anova all the things that are spoken about in the second half of sefer mesilus shalom that was his life that's who he was You understand that's clear anybody who knew him he didn't even have to know him For as long as I knew him. And you didn't have to know him as well as I knew him to know this. For sure. No question. Obviously, the more you got to know him, the more insight you had into it. But I want to bring out a point which I think from him you learn a certain amkis in understanding of the Messiah Sashar. Okay? we're trying to develop this yesid. Okay? Now... Simply, when a person is like, for example, is a parush, right? So, it's like chal precious by him. Like you see, this person is different, you know? We live one way, and he's like, poirish, like we're all sitting around the table, having a nice suda, and the guy who's a Polish from Taibus Olam will push away the plate and say, you know, give me two string bings and a chveis It's Chal. It's Chal Precious. He's not your regular guy. It's Poyrish Mo'elam right? And all the different Madregas and Avoida seems that it's like something that, you know, is Chal. That Madrega is Chal, right? But that's not really the idea. What really the idea is, is that it has to become so part of your personality and your reality, that it becomes a metzias portion, that you almost cannot tell that it exists by the person. I tried to mazbe that. I once saw this brought down about the Ramchal. The Ramchal in his day was very controversial. And people at that time were very paranoid over, you know, fake mikubolim uh, and... Imposters and stuff like that, and therefore he took a lot of heat. If you go through the history of the Ramchal, so uh, somebody once, a great man once sent a shliach to check out the Ramchal, and the shliach said that he came back and he said, "Yes, he's very well versed in Torah, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. But I didn't even see a ray of chasidus on him. Means there was no signs that he's a. Uh, Hasid, but he wrote the book and he lived by it, so what's the pshah? so I'll try to explain to you in depth there, okay? because that's the iker goddess the iker goddess is that it has to become such a metzias portion by you that it's almost not discernible to the eye unless you really live with the person well then it's your reality obviously you have to work on it but once you work on it, it becomes your reality so let's say in Precious for example Precious from Tavis Elam Hazel let's say for a second right it was mentioned in Leviat and well known to any in the yeshiva that Ramea Hershkowitz didn't really eat his food with such, didn't pay so much attention to his food right so let's say they would give you the supper uh, nice and piping hot and whatever it is and Ramea was busy teaching and learning and involved he wouldn't actually sit down to eat the food until many, many hours later and the food is already cold and tasteless. something he would eat. Yesterday's food, like it wasn't chal by him at all. He ate because he had to eat, but he didn't make a from it. You know what I'm saying? Not something that he was indulging in Taibot Alamazah, right? So, very good. But now, I took him many, many times to people for fundraising. I took him on Shabbat. We were hosted by very esteemed members of the community and, you know, and for those Sudha Shabbos, they put out a tremendous meal in honor of the Rosh Hashiva, you know, and the host made him a plate, nice, geschmack, right? So if a guy is a mm-hmm. chalois, porosh, or and say, I don't eat this, you know? Or, it would, it would be chal, like, I don't eat it, but I was derech eretz to the host, I'm gonna do something like crazy, messiris nefesh, and eat the food, right? It's bichal. Like, By him it was just natural. He's enjoying the suda like everyone else, you know? But, if you know him, it's loy a loy mailev. This is the metzias of living the mahalach of Torah. Living the mahalach of Torah is that as you eat the suda, and you be normal with the people, and you make your host feel like they went and cooked for you, so you eat the food, you know. And then when there's, you're in yeshiva and you're learning, so you don't eat the food, right? I mean, it's such a metzias passion in his personality that it's not something that stands out. You wouldn't know. He says, if you know very well, you'll see that, right? Same thing, for example, with his humility. His humility was so simplistic that you would think that that's his personality. You follow? It's not a chal, a chalois, l'shem yichud, achshav, ani, tzarich, liot anav. Right? That's him, um, I have what to be a Balgaif about. <laughs> it was such a simplistic way about him, that it was consistent always, and it was a piece of his personality, right? To the point that you would think the man was born that way. Some people are just humble. That's the way they are. So, but then one time, I was talking to him, okay, about something, advice, and he started to explain to me people and the Khassanefasha and how careful you have to be with this person because if your touch is covered it will make him upset and this one you gotta be careful because it will create by him a kinner, a jealousy like all the bad meanings. He understood them inside out. And then I'm thinking, like, how would you know? You know? So so you see that another is a work. It's a big work. But it comes to a point where it becomes Matthias pashat. It's a very deep point I'm trying to say. I hope I'm making it clear. right? right? I'll give you another marshal. One time, we took the reshiva to raise money was in a situation that was very bad, financial situation, was very bad in the yeshiva at that point, okay so we take the yeshiva to raise money by somebody who's very wealthy, who's machshiv Torah very much he's a man that has a lot of money, but he uses money in a good way, he hires big rush yeshivas to learn with him, alright so he's well connected, he gives a lot of money out. Is well connected with Rosh Hashivas. He learns Rosh Hashivas now. So I approached this fellow and I said, "Listen, I have someone." He didn't know Ramea. I said, "I have someone, Mabish from the biggest Talmidim from a Baron Katwa. This is the London of all Londons." Yeah, and he inquired. By the Rosh Hashivas that he learns with, and they say, "Oh, Ramiya, uh, he's in a league of his own." Are you kidding me? Biggest of the big. So now we go and we have disappointment. This, this specific Balabos had prepared a very good kash on a Rambam to ask the Rosh Hashiva when he comes. He has a kadal abdonim in his house. There's a kash on the Rambam. So now we come in and he pulls out his Rambam. You know, obviously after he settled him in and whatever. And uh, he starts to ask his kash on the Rambam. Now I'm listening also. And I'm thinking in my head. Maybe you could say like this. Maybe you could say, I'm, I'm thinking also, you know, I'm listening. And then the Rosh Hashiva repeats the question. And now I hear the question a second time. So I'm thinking even more now, you know. And then he stops to think for a few minutes, so now I have time even more to think. And then the Rosh Hashiva says, any odeia, I don't know. I'm like, please, <laughs> we're trying to make money here in case you don't know. <laughs> There's many, many ways to say, I don't know. You could say, <laughs> and give a whole mahala. Or you could say it like that. Or if, if I had something to say, if it was me, I would have been there for 20 minutes talking <laughs> exactly you know? He for sure had something to say. But in his brain, it wasn't a hundred percent Emmis. And he's not here to show off. And he lives with Davis, and he says, a simple, I don't know. You understand what that means? You cannot imagine what a test is in such a thing like this. You're trying to make money. Automatically when you're trying to make money you want to impress. You understand? And you have a reputation to keep. He knows he has a reputation. He's not stupid. Any of that? I don't know. Finished? Done. It's Agav, later on, the guy gave God a good money. I asked the guy later, you know, to tell me what his thoughts about the issue and one of the things he mentioned is he was blown away with the fact that he said, I don't know. So I thought he was losing out, he made money from that. Alright, anyway. Now, a little while later, a couple of years later, I had a student who was having terrible headaches. Tremendous amount of headache, he couldn't concentrate. It's hard for him to get up in the morning. It was a nightmare. It was a good bakr. It was a chash of and it was just, his head was killing him. So I brought him to the Roshiva for a brocha, some chizik, whatever. And uh, the Roshiva asked him, what did the doctor say? So he said, the kid said, the doctors say, I don't know. They don't know. So he said, this is what he said. He says, doctors have too much gaiva to say they don't know. What was the half-baked, sophisticated uh that they were trying to say? They don't just say, I don't know. So I was like, wow. You see, he understands exactly how a balgaiva works, you know. He understands a balgaiva to the T. But he became oisga You know what oisga means? Worked out in humility, but he became so worked out in humility, you think that he doesn't know about Balgaivas. Because it's so simplistic. It's so natural. That's the Majrega Amiti in Avaynas Hashem. Simplicity. When it becomes a Matthias Poshet When it's not Chal. A person who is a big year shamayim and a big Evan Hashem, it doesn't have to be such an intense human being that you could spawn it from 150 miles away. Cause then it's a chalos. <coughs> I'm not saying it's not a level. And maybe it's part of the step process, I'm not saying. But the so is, it has to be a metzi is partial. Follow? Metzi is partial. And that's according to the story that I saw about the Ramchal. When the person came to check out the Ramchal and he was watching his life, he didn't see a reach of Hasidus on the Ramchal. Because the Ramchal, the whole seith from beginning to end, was a Metziyah's Pasha by him. When it becomes a metzias Pasha, you can't really see these things. Then you have to live with the person in a very close way. You know in the world, in the Velt... And this is really the signature of all G'daylom. In the world, there's a statement that says, no man is a hero to his valet. Usmetos. So you have celebrities. Yeah? Celebrities, everybodys mm-hmm. To all these celebrities. You follow them around. You think they're mamish, developed, Right? But to their valet, you know the valet, the guy who takes care of the the guy who's close to them, inside, the Chadre Chadorim, none of them is a hero to him. Because they see the real gangster. They see the real mushkis. In the, in the, in the Chadre Chadorim, without the lights and the cameras and the makeup and the, and the, the, the the spiel, the image and all that, right? In the, in the, who the person really is. Not a hero. By the gedolim, it's the opposite. The further you are away from them, they're nice old men. <laughs> That's the way they are. They are nice old men. You know, if you didn't know who Ramey Erschewitz is, you would probably go over to him by davening and give him a quarter, thinking he's coming here to <laughs> collect for some uh, some zvek, you know, the Svek is some cause. You know? Nice old man with a cane. Finid right the further you are from a person the, from a godel you don't see anything you follow only to the valet is he a hero to one who lives with him and watches his moves and the subtleties of his life it says ah poyesh kedusha." you follow because the point this is the deep thing the point. Is that HaKadosh Baruch who wants this to become your reality. Just like your personality is just your personality. Some people are happy people. Some people are easygoing people. You don't look at it as a Madrega. That's your Mitzvah. So you could take a Midis and big things and develop them that it just becomes the metziyah's portion of the person. That's the goal of this thing. Right? And like I was telling you before, the Torah, since the Torah is the manual by which to develop the human being, which means, by definition, you see, I'm saying a deep thing here, but the point is it's not hadhogah, It's not behaviors. Behaviors are chal. It's not external behaviors. It's internal development of personality of human being. Right? So being that that's the cheftza from Torah, the cheftza from Torah is to develop that thing, that's why a person who becomes a gadol, or a Hasid, or anything in the Messiah Sesharim, has the greatest understanding of the human nature, because the Torah is dealing with human nature. You understand? That means, it's not like Torah is like this holy thing. It is holy, but that's not the point. There is science, there's psychology, there's all kinds of philosophy, and the Torah is also a facet of psychology and philosophy, in the sense, this is the emet, we can't think that human behaviors and understanding people and khechasan nefesh and all these things is in the Torah itself. It's, it's part, and parcel of the etzim development of the Torah it makes out of a person, right? So yesterday we learned from to him, he says, It's a very deep point, it's amkis. It didn't say that tzadikim are nice and they're caring. And therefore, they're makhvid not to make tsar balachayim. Didn't say that. That means, an animal has some tsar, whatever the tsar is, and they're, they're, they're nice people. And therefore, they don't, uh, be make tsar balachayim. Didn't say that. It says, tzadik nefesh and that's why he does it doesn't be Tzar. Because he understands the nefesh of his behemoth. <laughs> because when he understands, to the darkest of the darkest, then he understands the nefesh of the animal too. And Mele is not mitzar. so you see that the the the, the root of rahman, this is a very tifferzach. Rabbi, say you got to get the here. The root to being a nice person and a Rachmon and a person that's not mitzar others comes from Chochma. Doesn't come from being Mister Nice Guy. There's a lot of guys that are nice guys by nature But when, because of lack of understanding They hurt people So you have to be a yodaya, Nefesh behemtai. We is going to give you The epitome of knowledge And understanding of a human being You know where it is Not just Torah Torah that you learn to fix yourself And then It opens your eyes To see things You understand? If you learn and you don't learn Musa, and you don't learn Torah in a way to behave like the Torah wants you to behave, or to develop the human being the Torah wants to develop, it's a big problem. It's a big problem. And it's something that we're missing in today's world. Chazal. You have to learn Chazal in a way that's practical, and down to earth, and understand... That it's dictating our philosophy. We don't learn philosophy like comparison philosophy. We don't do that. We don't say, ah, Aristotle held like this, and uh, Freud held like that. And then we also have an opinion in the Gemara. No, we don't learn like that because that's butlum All that chokmach is butlum But beetsim, when you're learning Torah. We only see that we delve into Torah because we believe Torah as I met and it's from Shemayim. When you delve into Torah properly, then Torah makes something from you. The gidolim, all of them, each one in their, you know, things, all of them were built by one thing and one thing only, and that was Torah. Torah builds the person, but from the Torah. From the Chochmah, from the idea Tzadik Nefesh that comes the Rahmanas. You got it? Deep, deep Amkis. And it has to develop you into a personality of Torah. Personality of Torah. It's not a whole Chalois. It's a Matziah's Pashot. Got it? Okay, we'll stop here.